Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Movement PT Coffee Cast. My name's Dalton, and with me today for the Espresso Cast is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing? Good. I'm excited to do our first duo Espresso Cast. I know. I'm hyped, except it's, what, 8.47, and I don't know. I'm not consuming coffee at this hour. I've given up the late-night coffee drinking because my sleep has become more of a priority so I'm drinking the good old agua for tonight, keeping <laughs> hydrated. <laughs> Can't go wrong with some of that high quality H2O. <laughs> never, bro. Never. Oh, man. Um, all right. Yo, first, before we get into this, what I want to do is I want to just give a huge shout out to Jacob Harden, uh, Monica, and Teddy Wilsey uh, for putting on the pre- Prehab 101 course. Me and Will just took that course in Toronto over the weekend. Um, it was an unreal course. If you guys have the opportunity to take that course, I highly recommend it. Um, they do a great job, very professional. The information that's given out in that session is very tangible. Um, and something that I think most practitioners that are working in the physiotherapy space should, uh, should understand. Yeah. I used some of it this week. Yeah. Very tangible. Yeah, so guys, check out one. If you aren't following uh, Dr. Jacob Hyron on Instagram, follow him. If you aren't following Teddy uh, at Strength Coach Therapy, give him a follow. And Monica as well. She's at Quad Doc. Uh, we'll link all that stuff in the show notes, but give those guys a follow. And, and the Prehab 101 Instagram page uh, as well. All right, guys, you ready for today's espresso cast? <laughs> what we're going to be talking about today is – um, a little bit about communication, uh, maybe some, just this idea of me and Will both work um, in a high, I would say like a more busy clinic. We, we, were, we see uh, a decent amount of people in the day uh, where it kind of goes fast paced and like trying to take this biopsychosocial approach and this idea of empowerment and communication and how important that is um, can become challenging sometimes when you don't maybe get to spend as much time as you'd like with certain people. Um, so what we kind of wanted to talk about today was some things that we try to do um, within a session um, with people that kind of fosters this communication, therapeutic alliance, education um, type approach. So I'm going to kick it off and just kind of mention something that I like to do. Um, I didn't come up with this. Uh, I think I heard it from Zach uh, from the Level Up Initiative. But one thing I definitely try to do each session that I see someone, whether it's a follow-up session or an initial assessment, um, is at least for the first five minutes, try and talk about anything but physio. Just try to connect with them, whether it's like the classic, like the weather out there, eh? Um, classic Canadian thing, but no, but just anything, you know, ask them how their day is going, you know, ask them one, one thing that they've learned. That's something I started asking someone is like, what's one thing that you learned today? Cause like, I'm always interested. Uh, some people respond to it. Some people don't, but always just try to have a little bit of a dialogue first, like before we start talking about like their pain or, you know, their, their exercises or anything else. 
Um, I think it just gives a good opportunity to connect with people and it gives you talking points um, for that person throughout the session. Will, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think that's been huge for me. Um, not just because, you know, it's good to connect with people, but also you can kind of see where the direction of the session is going to go. Mm, yeah. Like something that we were talking about this weekend too, where if, if someone's coming right off the hop, talking about their pain, brace yourself, you know, yeah. because this is going to be that kind of session. So it gives you that just a little bit of info. Like if they're jumping into it really quick, that gives you an idea of what the session is going to be like. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I never even, I mean, I think I do that without thinking about it, but that's a, that's a good point to bring up. It definitely sets the, uh, the idea of what you're going to have to deal with like during that session for sure. Mm -hmm. Something else I do that kind of tags along with that is um, I'll try and write down like one thing that that person brings up in that session about themselves um, that I can re bring up in the following session. So like, for example, um, someone that I was seeing before was like, they brought up the fact that they had dogs. Um, so I asked them like, Oh, like what kind of dogs do you have? What's your dog's name? And then I jotted it down, right. Just so I could like remember and then bring it up in the next session. And like, I don't know, man, I, I don't know if it goes, how much, like how far that goes, but I think some people really appreciate like that when you, when you have conversation with them that like you're remembering little facts, you know, about their life. It kind of just helps like, again, foster that alliance. And I think makes people more comfortable with you that you're just like a human, just like trying to be friends with them or just like trying to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's such a great idea. I forget where we learned that from, but I've done that a couple times and whenever you do it, you just, you, you definitely see a boost in the connection, you know, especially if it's a really personal, you know, like some detail that only you could possibly know from the discussion. Like right. if you remember like a name of their kid, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like something really specific. It just mm -hmm. shows, even if they're not overtly expressing how, how that makes them feel, uh, it definitely can kind of just underscore the whole uh, relationship that you obviously listen to what they're saying. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Do you have anything that sticks out in your mind that you try to get in like within a session that can kind of, you know, build that alliance or just help people show that you're, you know, you're paying attention? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, off of the building an alliance and I guess, I guess really the point of building an alliance right is so that they trust you and that you can hopefully um get them to a point where they feel more resilient you know because i guess that's the whole goal right you're trying to empower someone to like be more resilient so this my kind of thought comes from the post we just sort of made uh where we kind of said uh you know let's let's stop focusing on the weaknesses of people and start focusing on the strengths. Mm -hmm. So I really try to at least point out something positive that they're either saying or uh, about them in general. You know, like, oh, it looks like your ankle is a lot stronger mm -hmm. than it was. Uh, oh, look, this is great. You're having less pain with this. Or, you know, oh, it looked like 
you were a lot less tentative with that movement. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, a little bit less worry, you know, if they're expressing like, hey, you know, I think I think this strengthening is going to help point out that you think that's great. Or if they're like, oh, I've been thinking about going and biking, point out how awesome it is that they're choosing to do something active. You right. know, like really focus on those positive things. That's something that's really helped me. Yeah, for sure. I think it's important to be like, very like purposeful with that because I think a lot of times people come in and it's constantly negative, right? Just in general, like I'm not even saying like for myself too, like you're always trying to pick out things that aren't going right. Like, cause or else you wouldn't be there. Right. But then you tend to not focus on a lot of the things that you're doing well or that you've improved on over the course of your care. Um, like for example, like some people don't even realize they're like, they're able to now, let's just say, like squat down to the floor with a 10-pound kettlebell when two weeks ago they could barely squat to the, to the therapy table without their knee bugging them, you know? But they don't really, you know, realize over the course of time. And they still probably – they still may have pain, but now they're able to squat down further, you know what I mean? And so they're focused on, but I still have pain. I'm still I'm – still hurts. But it's like, hold on, like – take a look at what you have done, you know, like trying to reframe that mindset to like focus on the positivity rather than constantly focusing on the negativity is, is huge. So I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, totally. And the more objective you can make it, the better, especially yeah. for those people like this, is just anecdotal, but for people who are like perfectionists, mm. you know, who expect a lot of themselves, like if they're not at where they were, like, a year ago it helps to but but they've made significant improvements sometimes they lose sight of that because they're perfectionists you know they want to be where they were a year ago right now that they'll they tend to lose sight of how much improvement they've made right so if you can have some objective kind of measures to be like well look you know you're able to do this this and this that you weren't able to two months ago yeah no it's huge for sure um, yeah, another thing that kind of comes to mind, and this is something, I mean, we've talked about it before on one of the podcasts that we recorded talking about how, you know, sometimes we tend to over-educate or, you know, making sure you get permission to educate, like those types, types of things. Um, one thing that I've tried to do in each of my sessions is at least if the opportunity, you know, presents itself, because I don't think, I think sometimes it doesn't, but to at least give someone like one one piece of education um, that is kind of related to like something that happened uh, in the session. You know, you can kind of bring it back to maybe like a certain movement that they did or a certain thing that they experienced throughout that session and try to reinforce that um, with education instead of just like kind of verbally educating them on like why pain doesn't correlate to tissue damage all the time and why they're like, why you need to load a tendon. Like sometimes we tend to, I, me personally, will just like be like, oh, here's opportunity for me to educate. And you just kind of like throw it all at them. And I think what I've tried to do now is like, even if there's more than one thing to educate someone on in a, in a single session, I'll try and just pick one thing that's very easily relatable to what happened in that session. And I think that's valuable in a clinic that is very busy where you might not be able to spend 45 minutes or, or an hour with someone during a session. Yeah, that's one of the hardest things, I think, 
But I do think there's probably exceptions where some people are like, and I think it's going to be one of those things where you're going to have to read the situation where some people really just want a lot of education and they're asked if they're asking you a lot of questions you just roll uh, with it yeah and it's really relevant you know like uh and and maybe they need a lot of reassurance or something like that and that's what they're looking for out of the session i think it does depend but for the most part you know if you're playing the long game trying to keep it to tangible things that really relate to the situation mm-hmm and that are kind of like key themes, like something like pain doesn't necessarily mean tissue damage. Mm-hmm. If you can just get that one thing across uh, and and have that be the key education piece that you can bring back the next session, uh, that's probably more valuable than giving them like a thousand things. It's hard though, you know, because we want to educate. But Yeah. No, I think that's a good, like, I totally agree with that. I think it's a good point that you brought up that, you know, sometimes it's okay to just spend that session educating and talking. And like, that's something that I've really struggled with. Like I still struggle with it. I struggled more with it at the start was like, I felt like people didn't think that that was enough because they have this expectation of coming to physio and having to do something or have something done to them. But as I've started to realize as time goes on, again, you have to read the person and you have to kind of certain situations. It's good. Um, But like one pops in my mind that just happened the other day where like I, I basically spent the whole time just like going over this guy's program, like his exercise program. And he had a bunch of questions with like, you know, like load management and like aerobic versus anaerobic conditioning, like what, what he should be doing, like what he shouldn't be doing, like all of these different questions around like what he was dealing with. And we spent the majority of that time, like reprogramming his program to try to like manage his load. Um, and he was totally 100% on board with that. So I think it's a good point that you, bring that up. I think we need to be okay with just doing that if that's what they need. Right. So I think, I think it's, 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 it's a good point, man. Yeah, we totally, we have to make sure that we value it. Um, Some people won't value it, you know, and that's kind of the reality. Mm -hmm. Um, But the challenge is reading those people and trying to figure out, uh, who's who you're telling me it depends eh? i guess so it's all <laughs> <laughs> there's no black and white answer man come on i no. know but I uh, it was but. yeah no i think i think those are some good points though so um you know we, we don't want to keep this too long because it is an espresso cast uh so let's maybe wrap it up there um Guys, I hope you you enjoyed this one. Uh, this is something that me and Will like really enjoy in general, um, and, and is, is what we're continuing to learn um, each day is like how we can best interact, communicate, um, you know, start behavior change on top of all the other good stuff that like we do as healthcare professionals, like you know, load and help manage tendons and help people with their pain and, you know, like exercise and all that good stuff. Like I, I think this stuff matters a lot too. Um, so if you guys have any comments or thoughts or some things that you do in a, in a clinic environment, that's, that's busy just to make your session like most valuable, um, throw us a DM. We, we, we're, we're here learning. So like, if you have any advice or thoughts, uh, let us know. Um, you know, Will, anything? That's it. 
All right, man. Let's get out of here. Guys, thanks so much for the support. Um, follow us on iTunes, PT Coffee Cast. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. And share our episode with one other person. We really appreciate that. Um, it helps our podcast grow and people can hear more of our coffee-infused conversations. If you want to follow us on the social medias, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the MVMTPTs. And if you want to reach us uh, on the email... Uh, hit us at themovementpts at gmail.com. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace.